Overcoming Deficits 7, Victory Over Abuse Judges 2, verses 18 through 19 The Lord raised them up judges and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For it repented the Lord because of their groanings by reason of them that oppressed and vexed them. And it came to pass, when the judge was dead, that they returned and corrupted themselves more. The book of Judges is a picture of us who continue in a cycle of abusive relationships. After God delivers us from one abuser, we run into the arms of another. Why? We are reliving the original abusive relationship. Each abuser we enter a relationship with is the first abuser in our unconscious mind. We also continue in these relationships because the original abuser made us feel unworthy of love. Therefore, unconsciously, every abusive relationship we enter is an attempt to prove our worthiness for love. This behavior is second nature for us, as 2 Peter 2 verse 22 says, But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, The dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. How do we stop reliving the first abusive relationship? We must receive new training. Proverbs 22, verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. We were taught to believe abuse was an acceptable expression of love, and from that way of thinking we did not depart. Now we must receive new training that shows us how to express and receive the sacrificial love of Christ. Our new training must be by experience and not head knowledge alone. We suffered abuse and were trained by it, and now we need to experience how a holy and loving relationship feels. God is ready to give us this experience if we are willing to wait for Him, for He is the architect of loving relationships. The Bible says, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in His holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families, He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 27, verse 10. Psalm 68, verses 5 through 6, New International Version. And Psalm 113, verse 9. While we are waiting for these loving relationships, we must ask God to proceed with our reconstruction. This process begins with understanding that Love does not seek its own. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5, New American Standard Bible. Meaning, it is selfless. Relationships that begin with couples desiring something from each other, usually sex for men and security for women, are doomed to fail because they are seeking to get something for themselves. But as previously stated, love does not seek its own. Therefore, What they are experiencing for each other is not love, but selfish lust. The Bible describes God's love for us in Christ as the exact opposite. Romans 5, verse 8, New American Standard Bible states, But God demonstrates His own love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This verse indicates that before we could do anything for God, give anything for God, or be of any use to Him, Christ died for us. This is selfless love, a love that gives sacrificially without seeking anything for itself. 
A similar example of selfless love is found in Isaiah 49, verse 15, New American Standard Bible. When God sought an earthly example of His love for His people, He chose the bond between a mother and her child. He says, Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, but I will not forget you. A baby is entirely dependent upon its mother during infancy, and a good mother exhausts herself day and night to meet the needs of the child. They tend to their child with selfless devotion, though the baby can give the mother nothing in return for all her sacrifice. How do these examples apply to relationships? Before pursuing a relationship with anyone, our mindset must be one of selfless giving. We must prayerfully seek the one we were created for and not the man or woman our flesh desires. Adam, in the Garden of Eden, did not receive a woman he lusted after, persuaded, or charmed with his personality and good looks. Adam was given a woman who was created for him, meaning God put a woman on earth specifically for Adam. The same is true for us. God has created someone just for us, and we will find them if we wait for him. While we are waiting, we must be wiped clean of our worldly understanding of love, feelings, sex, having money, material things, and etc., and be reprogrammed with God's understanding of love, the selfless mind of Christ. 1 Timothy 1, verse 5, James 3, verse 16, and 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. It also means we must first learn to love the Lord with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind by being obedient to His commandments. Matthew 22, verses 37 through 38, 1 John 1, verse 3, John 14, verses 15, 21, 23, and 24. Remember, before Adam and Eve fell apart from each other, they first fell apart from God. Genesis 3. Christ is the glue which holds all relationships together. 1 Corinthians 12, Colossians 1, verses 15 through 20, and Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 16. If we do not love him more than anything, we will never be able to love anyone. For Christ must be the head of a man before the man can be the head of a woman. And Christ must be the head of a woman before she submits to any man. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 3. Nothing less than complete surrender to the Holy Spirit will do. Otherwise, we will bring the same spiritual garbage of selfishness into another relationship and continue the cycle. Paul further describes the reconstruction process in Ephesians 3, verses 14 through 19, when he writes, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Yeshua Christ, whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. First, we ask God to strengthen our wounded spirits by the Holy Ghost. After He strengthens us, 
we can take on the mind of Christ to understand what sincere love is, the breadth, length, depth, and height of it. Then we can know that Christ loves us beyond all comprehension and rest, filled with the overpowering sense of God's love.